0: Dude, thank you so much for getting radioactive with me, Mike Z. Keep up with me on social media at RadioactiveMikeZ on Facebook and on Instagram. On Twitter, you'll find me at MikeZ967. My special guest today from the band Oni out of Ontario, Canada, who put out an amazing debut album last year on Metal Blade Records called Iron Shore, produced by the legendary Josh Wilber, and hitting the road with Devin Townsend. But before we get into all that, I had to uh, ask Jake about a rumor. I've always heard the rumor that every Canadian is born with a hockey stick in hand and, and hockey skates on. Is that true, Jake?
1: That is true. We are. <laughs> we come out of the womb. No, we don't. Uh, I, I, I love hockey. Big Detroit fan. Uh, didn't play it that much uh, growing up, but I do wear a hockey jersey on stage from time to time. I've been known.
0: Detroit fan? You being from, like, I thought you'd be a Toronto fan based on where you're from, no, being from Ontario. No, no,
1: no. no. I, yeah, Ontario. My part of Ontario is right across the border from Detroit. Ah. Yeah, they're my local team. Yeah, Red Wings. Bad year for us. <laughs> like two of the guys in the band, our xylo player and our drummer, are both big Toronto guys. So.
0: You think you'll talk hockey with Devin Townsend on this? tour you guys are heading out on here. Was it
1: definitely want to talk to him for sure at some point? Pretty cool guy. Liked his band, Strapping Young Lad, a lot. Yeah, just really awesome shredder singer. Yeah, seems sick. Hopefully, we get to talk hockey. <laughs> yeah, hang out
0: with him. I imagine it's got to be pretty high up there on that bucket list. Like, you, I imagine you were a Strapping fan, and and you know, especially a, a fellow Canadian as well.
1: Yeah, well, one thing I like about Devin is that his music kind of transcends genres. Big it can't time. It's hard to categorize him into like like it's a dramatic kind of theatrical metal, is it prog metal, is it death metal? It's kind of everything. So I like that.
0: And a brilliant man too. Like just hearing conversations with that guy, like I feel like I, I gain a few IQ points.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's a smart guy, intellectual dude, family guy. I'm a family guy, too, so we have that in common. Like, definitely stoked to meet him.
0: Family man. Talk about your family. How many kids? How long have you been married? Engaged. We're not married yet, but we haven't really set a
1: date or anything, but I pretty much am married, whatever, <laughs> and uh, have a beautiful little girl.
0: Oh, congrats. Uh, yeah. how, how old? Yeah, thank you. She is uh, 15 months. 15 months. Wow. So becoming a dad all at the same time I'm sure while in the midst of recording uh, Iron Shore and everything it must have been crazy times that for you.
1: Was, yeah that was that was happening. Sophie was pregnant while Iron Shore was being recorded a lot of like the drumming on the album stuff my kid would have heard in the womb (laughs) so now when she listens to metal she kind of
0: headbangs and she loves it so it's great that's awesome man it must must have been stressful but I I imagine too at the same time kind of help you keep your eye on the prize while you know you got a baby coming and then writing music like getting the best out of you because you know what's at stake
1: definitely It, it makes home time that much more special and it makes even being away that much more special as well, you know? I want to go out there and I want to make sure I'm killing it 100% so my kid could grow up, she could be proud of me, and I'm doing it for a reason and a lot of purpose there.
0: Curious with you guys having a xylophone in the band, did it, is that something that you sought out? Or did you like happen to know someone when we were forming the band? Yeah. Or
1: talk about that. A lot of the creative vision musically comes from our bass player, and he, he loves shred. I always joke, I'm like, you're a bass player that wishes they were a guitar player. He just <laughs> loves shredding and uh, that kind of thing. and. Our guitar players shred pretty hard, but uh, they they can be more rhythmic at time and, and chuggy, and he wanted to add another layer of, like, solo-ing to the, to the cheese grinders. So <laughs> I mean, he set up his uh, old high school buddy, John, the guy he went to school with, uh, university, went to music school together and stuff, and this this guy's he's awesome. Uh, he been playing xylo synth and metal band, so yeah, we hit him up, and just like one of the family now, man. He's cool as hell.
0: It's a hell of an idea and really cool and unique, like, when I saw it, I went, oh, yeah, yeah!" I don't think that ever has been done. That's a great idea. Like, why didn't somebody think of that sooner? What was it like working with Josh Wilbur on this one? It was
1: awesome, man. Uh, I couldn't imagine it sounding the way it does without him. I, I think he's a such a good balance to the rest of us. Um, me and Josh sir, share a lot of similar ideals that kind of uh, contrast what the other guys in the band think about things which has a nice harmony. You know, you get the two sides of the coin there. Yeah. Josh's background is, is much more feel-based uh, as opposed to, like, thinking like a musician and a player. He's thinking is like, a fan of music and, like, a metalhead, you know? So, like, it just it works so well. Our ideas blend well together. He helps me with lyrics. I'll have lyrics, and there'll be a phrasing one way, and he'll be like, what about this, what about this? To kind of change a few things which makes all the difference, you know, while at the same time not, like, stepping on my vision at all, so working with him, like, it doesn't really feel like work, he's just a fun dude, you know, one of my best friends, great guy, yeah, it was easy to work with him, so sure he'll be working again soon.
0: Yeah, that's what I was going to say, I imagine you'll be using him again after the love fest that you guys uh, created, making Iron Short. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's def- definitely gross.
0: He was kind of the conduit in Randy Bly getting on the record.
1: Yeah, he was, you know, he, he was a big believer in the band, and this is our first album, and like a lot of people, would would want um, just like a big like name to be featured on a song. Like it, it brings people attention right away, you know. Definitely. Stuff and like he he hooked that up for us, and super grateful for him for that. And you know, Randy was awesome to work with too. Just cool guy. I'm a huge Lamb of God fan,
0: by the way. Oh, who isn't? Yeah, yeah, yeah of it was, course,
1: Trippy. Yeah.
0: I was going to say, Definitely. like, did anything rub off on you on, on spending time with him? Like, the way he carried himself, or he looked at things, or, or in the studio? Yeah, I mean,
1: he told me, you know, keep it simple when you're screaming. You know, he, he sounds like he's using a lot of effort, but he's really not. You know, like, he sounds like he's screaming his face off, but he has so much control, in his art is, like, the way he's, like, mastered that type of spec over the years. And, uh, you know, he just said, be quiet, like... Volume-wise, keep it in your headphones, keep it in your cans is what he said exactly. And I've been doing that ever since, and it's been making a world of difference for me. I could scream a lot longer, uh, scream every day, never lose my voice, stuff like that. He's definitely taught me a lot and in, in all that. So.
0: Yeah, man, no one ever really thinks about that, like the art of the scream. Like everyone just thinks, you know, everyone's up there just, you know, screaming like a madman, but there is an art to screaming.
1: Oh, big time. If you if you scream like a madman, you know, you'll you'll lose your voice. And you probably won't sound as heavy as you think you sound. But when you really refine those techniques and uh, practice, you know, like any other instrument, that's when you really shine.
0: Is it really more like about like the diaphragm with traditional singing or is it more about using the throat a little bit and getting the best out of the throat?
1: You want to use your throat without damaging it, if that makes sense. You know, like you don't want to rely on your throat. You want the sound to come from your head, uh, from like the front of your face, your diaphragm. Uh, it's kinda of hard to explain, you know. It's, I have just been you do it until it feels right and you don't hurt yourself and and that's when I guess you're doing it right and it sounds good. So.
0: <laughs> and you're you're one of the unique guys out there that can actually scream and sing. Yep. Yeah. I, I at least I think I can. <laughs> no, I love it, man. And that's what I love about your band and the and the Album Iron Shores, you really get to showcase that, and one of the, the talented guys out there that can do both. And I think that adds so much like complexity, and and kind of makes it more like a, a, a telling a story throughout a song when yeah, you hear man. different sounds.
1: Exactly, I like to think of it like a performance as opposed to look how scary and big my voice is. You know,
0: And I think that
1: um, I, I like to just blend the two worlds, you know, screaming and singing. I would like to make it kind of one thing as opposed to two very different things. And, uh, you know, I want to, moving forward, have clean parts that sound a little more gritty and then gritty parts that sound a little more clean, if that makes any sense, and kind of, like, just blend the two styles together nicely. Um, you take some of the greats, like Corey Taylor, Jonathan Davis, I feel like they really did that well. Yeah. You know, they, uh, Phil Anselmo as well, for example. Like, they were screaming and singing kind of at the same time.
0: Like, I want to do that, too. Bitchin', man. Thank you so much for the time, Jake. I appreciate it. And, Thank you, man. Uh, enjoy the tour and have a great time out there with Devin Townsend. I will, dude. Thanks for having me.